for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews, and weekly giveaways. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome to this week's Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. Got a great show for you this week. We'll be going over to Big Spring, Texas and following up with Brent and Camilla. They're the owners of the Train Car Cigar Bar. You might remember them from episode one. Just wanted to go over, hang out with those guys and find out what's going on over there, get an update. We also did a a video tour. You can go over to my Instagram page and check out my IGTV. There's a video of Brent giving us a full walkthrough of the lounge and the humidors and the outdoor patio. Really something to see if you haven't seen it. Uh, They've got their cigar bar and uh, humidor in train cars it's just a really cool atmosphere great place to smoke then of course we'll talk to cigar man official get his cigar tip of the week and then we'll uh, finish up with our contest on the cigar talk trivia Uh, lucky winner this week gets a silencer cigar tube comes from a company that makes silencers for guns but they also do silencer cigar tubes so you actually carry your cigar in a cool looking silencer and then of course we'll give you our cigar of the week hope you guys light one up sit back and enjoy the show we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor Hey guys, welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We have a couple of special guests. If you go back to episode number one from the train car, that's where we're doing a follow-up show today. We have Brent and Camilla with us. And uh, how are you guys doing today? We're great. I'm wonderful. I know you are, Brent. So we did the show here, I guess it's been about 14, no, yeah, 14 weeks ago. Okay. Time flies, doesn't it? It has. It sure has. does. So last time we came, we talked about how you got into the cigar business, which I narrowed down to you winning a squares That's football. Right. That's right. That was a big catalyst for it. It really was the well, variety think, of cigars out there. Yeah. So, and then uh, you went from both of y'all opening the shop and then you came on full time. Yes, sir. Because you were working a, a regular job. full time job right. on the side. And so now you've been full-time. How, you, how long have you been doing full-time now? Since August 17th. August 17th. And he says that with a smile on his face. That's right. So how's it been the last couple of two and a half months or so since we've been here? It's been good. It's been, I guess you'd call it our slow season for a cigar shop. Um, being wintertime and us being a primarily outdoor venue. Um, I've been able to hold our cigars steady. That's for certain. I mean, we keep growing those cigar sales and keep getting people coming out and checking us out. Um, I don't know if I can plug other people, but I guess it's going to happen. Because I'm gonna Absolutely. We were featured on the Texas Bucket List. Nice. And they did that. And we had, I think in February, I had probably somewhere between 30 and 50 people that mentioned that they'd seen it. And people coming from outside of Big Spring area, uh, traveling to visit the state parks of Texas, things like that, and making us a stop, making a, a drive from the Dallas-Fort Worth area heading over to something like Arizona, that they stopped in Big Spring because of the train car. And that was, I mean, that meant a lot to us. It was really neat. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, uh, Brent actually gave us a uh, live video tour. We'll be posting that on our Instagram page. So you can actually see this great cigar shop lounge that I tell everybody about. So you can actually see it live visually. 
And uh, anyway, I can't wait to share it with you guys because all the emails that I get is, you know, I can't wait to go see it. I want to go visit this place. It sounds so cool. And just from our description of what it's like, they get excited. So I'm real excited for them to see the video so they can actually see how nice it is here. So are we. So what plans do y'all have going forward? I know you just had a big event last night. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, that's, uh, you asked how I'm doing. I said, I'm wonderful. I'm coming off the high from that still. That was our most successful event so far. Uh, we had Roma Craft to back. It's the second time we've had a Roma Craft event. And uh, John Dolliver came out and we built a wall of Roma. We had just cigars all over the place. And we had so many great customers come out. A bunch of weasels came out as well that, you know, they, they're big fans of the brand, big fans of the train car as well. Met a lot of new customers also, which was fun. And, uh, it, it was just a great time. We were able to put together some kind of cool packages with it where they were able to get their hands on some Weaselitos and on some Wonderlust. That's something I can't sell, but I, I was able to get my hands on some of that. And that, that meant a lot to these customers that we were able to hook them up in ways that they couldn't do otherwise. Now, he was telling me also one of the customers that bought the package deal to get some of the Wonderlust actually gave you one. He did. Uh, one up on that, he bought the cigars that qualified for it 60 cigars and he donated every one of them it was also a cigars for warriors um donation event as well and he donated every roma craft cigar he bought 60 roma craft cigars to the cigars for warriors fundraising took his three it was one of each size a robusto a bellicoso and a toro wonderlust and i've never smoked the bellicoso and he gave it to me wow that's a cool person that's super cool, especially given all those cigars to Cigar for Warriors. Yes, sir. And if you guys haven't supported Cigar for Warriors as well, you can go to the website, uh, CigarTalkPodcast.com. We have a link on there that you can support them. We're real happy to do everything we can for those guys. That's right. They'll take cigars or money. Exactly. That's right. Everyone takes money, Brent. Everyone takes money. Um, it was a little bit of, um, I don't want to say non-traditional, but it was a fun event Um you talked about, Brent, a lot of the things that are sort of expected at events. The You know, there was lots of cool cigars. There was uh, swag that you could get. You know, like all of those cool things that you might expect at a cigar event. But also there was a DJ and we were playing old school hip hop because um, when we go to IPCPR every year, we go to the... Roma Craft Hospitality Suite, and that's something that they always do there. Oh, they really? Have a DJ, who's, you know, I, that was really cool. We were able to give our customers kind of that experience that we're able to get with Roma Craft that they can't come with and be doing. So we were able to give them something they couldn't otherwise get by coming to the train car. That's sure, cool, sure. man. That's very cool. So I have to ask because I know the age difference between me and y'all. What's old school hip hop to you guys? Uh, so it was. Some of it was a lot of 90s, so it wasn't like old school, old school. Because, you know, you know, I'm like run DMC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> there was a tribe called Quest. Um, some of it at the beginning, we, our event went from 5 until 10 p.m. Oh, wow. Might have been a little bit harder than what people wanted to be hearing at 5 o'clock in downtown Big Spring because you could hear it from a block away. <laughs> nice. So Camilla went over and talked, and she's, the example was, you know, Tupac, Biggie, some of that as well, which... And then it he was did, great. he switched and to a lot of that. And so that did. kind of led what ended up. So it was a lot more like 90s. But just because I was kind of like, well, let's keep it a little more slightly conservative until it gets dark. you know? Right, <laughs> right. 
Yeah, so if you know West Texas, it's pretty conservative out here. So I can understand. Let's wait till the lights go down to get mm-hmm. to get wild. Right. So then, uh, what do y'all have coming up in the near future? We've got a lot. A lot. You so want to talk about uh, train car tracks, sure. or should I talk about cigar events first? Talk about your concert series. Either way, okay. So we've got lots and lots and lots of good music scheduled. Um, you know, we have. We try to do live music every Thursday, Friday, Saturday um, in the good weather. As long as there's good weather, we try to have live music on the weekends. But one thing that we're trying to do is we're um, trying to have like a bigger concert once a month in the spring and then once a month in the fall. And so I'm calling that the train car tracks. Oh, nice. And so um, not in two days, but in a week on March 30th will be the first one of those. And we're having... um, they call themselves grit girls raised in texas but it's just three uh, up-and-coming texas country females that are getting together and kind of going to do a song swap uh so it's caitlin butts sarah hobbs and adrian johnston and they're going to play that night and then in april it's um they're harder drew kennedy and josh Greider, but they're yeah, I would say Texas country, but more like the singer-songwriter feel okay. rather than just, um, and they're going to do a song swap. And then in May, we're going to have um, Element out, and they are primarily like funk. Oh, really? And it's all covers, and so it's funk. and. Um, See, yeah, I love funk, so I may have to come check them out. For sure. Out. Well, you that's May should. 18th, and so uh, it's a lot. It's going to be a lot of fun, like a lot of fun. Those are some bigger events that we've got coming up in the next couple of months. And then we'll do some rock concerts um, in the fall. I haven't booked anyone specific yet, but we're going to do a rock concert and probably like maybe like a 90s alternative night and do some different things. So you're the Change you're the talent finder. Yeah. I mean, I do all the music booking. So. so so I have a request. Okay. See if you can pull in Sturgill Simpson. Okay. Do you know who that is? I do not. He is a country artist. Do you know who he is? Uh, Brent's best man Buck is here and he's hanging out just drinking so you can't hear him but he's yeah. nodding his head <laughs> anyway uh, Sturgill Simpson's a real uh, like old school country but with a touch of modernism cool. but it's not what you would consider new country it's okay. old school so if you get a chance to get him down yeah. here and he would probably love the vibe and the feel of this place For that's sure. why I say somebody like him might come here yeah I'll look into that that's awesome thank you Oh, you're welcome. So, that's what we're doing music-wise. What are we doing cigar event-wise? We're trying to have an event every month, and I have an event in April, May, June, July, and I'm uh, nailing down August and September already. So, April 11th, we have LFD, La Florida Minicana. We'll have Lance Lewis, our rep, with us. But he also let me know he's going to have Jonathan Carney, vice president of sales, with as well. So, that's April 11th at the train car. We're going to jump into May 2nd, and Brian McGee, is going to be here, and he's doing a meet and greet, and that's M E A T. And with box purchase, he will grill you. And he's from a ribeye. He's with Crowned Heads, yes. And so the meet and greet, he'll cook you a, a steak to order. He'll bring his acorn grill, and it's going to be awesome. So, we're looking forward to that. That's in May. In June, we have uh, make sure you get the date right. It's June thirteenth. Our Oliva cigar event with Paul Costos. We'll have our Oliva and cigars. That night, we'll have jazz oh, out cool. on the patio to nice. go along with Oliva. So that'll be a lot of fun. And then in July, we might get back to having that DJ and something like that Romacraft feel. We're going to have a Drew Estate event. That'll be our first Drew Estate. We're actually a DDRP retailer. We have been since our first year. 
I've got Liga Pravada. I've got all sorts. I mean, I've got all sorts of it. It's good stuff. But um, we're going to have Ryan out here with Drew Estate, and we'll have uh, some music like that again, which would be a great time. August, uh, I'm still working with a couple vendors on that. I have a couple lined up. I won't say which one because I don't know who yet. Yeah. And then September, we don't have the date nailed down, but we're looking at September. Well, I won't say the date because yeah, this might not, be out there. But uh, we're working with Guillermo with Kristoff and getting Glenn Case out here from Kristoff Cigars. Awesome. awesome. That's going to be a blast. And I think that that's all but settled now. So I think we've got that going as well. Yeah. And then, you know. And, and you carry a nice line of the Kristoffs I saw. We do. We, we love it. They're great cigars. They're delicious. So Now, did I see a Kristoff that was like an eight and a half by 60? Yeah, the extremely pissed off Kristoff. <laughs> and so that came out, and I normally would smoke the Corona Gorda on that, and I would probably prefer that. But for the big ring smokers, the extremely pissed off Kristoff is a big old cigar. Yeah, I, was, I looked at it, and I was like, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> There's always time. Right. So... Beyond the cigar events and the music events, uh, you guys do a lot of charity work. Coming up tomorrow, you told me you're doing some charity work. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we are. That's that's technically separate from the train car, but everything in our life blends and merges together. So tomorrow night is a fundraiser that we started four years ago. Uh, we, A good friend, Barney, and I started that through my Rotary Club. It's something I really wanted to get going, but... I knew it wasn't something I could do on my own, so I found the right person to help out with it, and our Rotary Club does Pints for Polio, and it's a uh, beer-tasting event, and there's a live auction, there's a silent auction, and there's live music. Marfa Lake Social Club is going to be playing there out of Midland. They're amazing. Our good friend Jeannie's in that. She moved off to Oklahoma City, but she's coming back to do this still with them. she's a big cigar smoker as well. She is. We we smoke a lot of cigars together now. I I really, I'm going to miss her, so I'm glad she's coming back. And it's her birthday weekend. Sounds like fun. Um, tied to that, it's all a fundraiser, which is the coolest part. And so half the funds raised do stay local through our, the Greater Big Spring Rotary Club for projects right here in our community. The other half goes to Rotary International's End Polio Now campaign. And what that does is it helps with immunizations and all the treatment and for ending polio. There's only three nations left that have it, Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Nigeria. Most people think polio is gone. It's all but gone. And what we need to do is finish that fight and get rid of it and make that just like smallpox where it's a thing of the past. Yeah. We're this close, but zero is the magic number. and We're going to get there. Um, the beauty of that, the funds we raise, the second half that goes towards that, gets matched two to one by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It's wow. It's a huge, huge fundraiser. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to it. And Pines for Polio is actually part of what motivated us to open the train car. It was. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was kind of, uh, like Brent said, it was kind of his little idea. And so when he and Barney got together and decided to make it a rotary fundraiser, um, it was so well received that first year. Um, and I walked, you know, there was 300 people in there. And I walked through and every person was just like, wow, why isn't there this kind of events every weekend, you know? And shortly thereafter was when Brent said, let's get more serious about that cigar bar idea. And I said, uh, you know, I think I think Big Spring would like that. I think, it, you know, it was something that we'd seen at Pines for Polio. And we were like, I think that we could make that happen because I think Big Spring is ready for that. Yeah, and I can definitely see the community is really supporting you guys because of how much y'all give back. That's right. For sure. Pause while I smoke. There we go. <laughs> So, 
shifting gears here just a little bit, I uh, wanted to talk about a good friend that you guys lost recently, just because I think it's, uh, I think we should pay respect to him. I agree completely. So, so if, if you want to share that with us a little bit, Brent. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'll try not to choke up as I do it, but uh, Kevin Dean, and he was, you know, one of our best friends. And with anybody you lose, you don't realize how much or how important, or you hope you let them know how important they were while they're alive and do that. Uh, the close friends, I mean, guys that I'm friends with that I don't think I would have hugged very often, we hug. We, we, we don't just shake hands. Uh, we, we're, we're better to each other because of that and just that little bit of that uh, memory of him. But Kevin was a part of the train car since before it opened. And I met him smoking cigars. That's mostly what we talked about. We did talk, find other interests as well. But, I mean, cigars were the bond that, that we had between each other. And when we were doing the train car, when we were uh, building the bar, building the shelves, and we were bringing, I don't think there's a single piece of equipment that came into this building that he didn't help load. So the next time I add a humidor or more lockers or whatever we do to it, I'm going to really feel that in my heart when, That'll be the first one that I didn't have his help. He was every part of the journey with us, and it was a it was a, it was a tough loss for us. But that's one of those things with that cigar community, the bonds. I can't believe how many people Kevin touched in their lives, and how many people were affected by it, and couldn't believe it. And so we did a little memorial for him after his uh, services, and celebrated his life here at the train car, and got to meet all of his family, and it was a. It was a really nice time. Yeah, nice. and I'll tell you, every time I've ever been to the train car, he's been a fixture here. That's right. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring him up and just pay respect. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. He's much missed. So also, I hear this rumor going around that uh, Camilla may be running for office. That is correct. I'm running for city council here in Big Spring. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how any of that works, but I mean, are you running like on a ticket of some sort? Is that just like... No, you don't have to declare party for city council. Um, you know, city council is like your most basic entry level political... I don't know. I don't know how to describe that, but that's... Um, so you don't have to declare party. You know, it's uh, in Big Spring, it's precinct related. So like the neighborhood I live in can vote for me. The na- Some adjacent neighborhoods... Um, but it's only that part of town. Okay. Can, can so vote do for me. You, but you represent. Every- I represent all of town, but in theory, my constituents are my like the neighborhoods, my precinct. Okay. So. So that brings up, you know, this is an important time for people to actually get involved with what's going on with the FDA, and I mean, even on a local level, we have a voice, and if you don't take advantage of every opportunity that you have then you're basically just sitting around complaining without doing anything. So Absolutely. you're doing a good thing by running and getting in oh, that position. You. You're welcome. Another smoke break. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so shifting back to the live music, you guys will see the video on Instagram. They have this really cool stage with a uh, caboose as the background and an awesome big patio. So you guys are pretty much busy Thursday, Friday, Saturday night? Generally speaking, yes. As long as the weather's cooperating, then that's generally true. Okay. And even when the weather doesn't cooperate, um, we've got the, uh, and you'll see it on the video, but we have the porch up on top. And if we have a, a musician that was scheduled to be out on the stage and fill the whole area, they'll usually be able to accommodate us, get up on top of that porch, and maybe do an acoustic show instead of a full set. 
we'll still have that live music in a much more intimate setting with that musician. Which may be what happens tonight because it, it looks like it may rain and it's you know overcast and uh, so I imagine he may he may play up top tonight just so that he's safe. Yeah, covered. Yeah, <laughs> who's coming in tonight? Rick Hatfield. He's out of Albuquerque, uh, New Mexico. I know for certain. Yeah, New Mexico, um, and he does a little. Uh, uh, words are escaping me right. today. Uh, um, rock. What did he say? Ballads. Rock ballads and blues. Yeah, blues and folk. With folk, folk? I do. I can't uh, He's a really yeah, talented really, musician. Really, really so. talented. Um, a lot of fun. Um, it's gonna be really good. We're very enjoyable. Awesome. You, you can look him up on Facebook. You can also, um, you know, if you go to our, our page, facebook.com slash the train car, when you go to our events, you can actually view past events and you can almost go back in time and find out, you know, when you were here, who was playing, if you're looking for that name and see all the, the acts we had in the past, but also everything we have coming up in the future. Yeah. And on all, we try to always post live uh, on our page, you know, for every time we have a live musician. So if you're ever, you know, curious about, well, what was that night like or whatever, you, you know, people can always look back and. Check okay. Out our videos. Cool. So that's something else we want to talk about. How can everyone find your pages? Uh, what social media platforms are you on, and how can they find you? Sure. So, well, our website is—we've had a website since we opened, but it's never been very good, and that's just not been something that Brent and I have really been our strong suit. But we finally kind of commissioned someone to work on it, and that should be back up and live by the time anyone is listening to this. So that's thetraincar.com, um, and then. Uh, Facebook.com slash the train car. Uh, what's Instagram? Instagram, we're at the train car. T H E, the train car. And then our Twitter also is the train car. So not train car, it's the train car because we are the train car. <laughs> the train car. The train car. That's, That's right. Cool. So on your social media, you post all your events so people can know how to find you and where to come and what you're doing. That's right. Correct. Okay, cool. So uh, before we go, is there anything else y'all want to share? Mostly uh, come and see us, uh, but wherever you go, go to your local cigar shop and buy cigars and support them. Support your local brick and mortar because that's, I mean, it's just one of the best cultures out there, first of all. But raise your voice that way, too. If you have a small shop and no one's supporting it, they're not going to be as vocal and as loud against the FDA as well. But if we want to keep this community and this culture, let's support it. Absolutely. And... Let me just say, you know, on the on my show, I'm always talking about how great the cigar community is. And I recently found out it's not that way everywhere, unfortunately. So I want to say you guys are doing a great job because uh, a friend of mine reached out to me after hearing several episodes. And he was like, man, I've been to four different shops and it hasn't been that way at all. And so I was like, well, what shops did you go to, you know? So, send them to the train car. Well, I will, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I asked him about some of the shops, and he told me. So I was like, I'm going to go with you because I'm sure you're just not being, you know, open. And so we go, and I was completely shocked at how poor the customer service is. And so I just want to say hats off to you guys for doing a great job and providing the experience that people want. We'll take a lot of that credit, but I'll tell you what, our customers are a big part of it, obviously. Absolutely. I mean, we've, We've got amazing people who come in and out of our doors every single day, seven days a week. Well, and I, I just say a message to any cigar shop owner, make sure your employees are taking care of the customers and giving them that cigar experience because uh, the whole cigar community depends on cigar shops, the brick and mortars, as you say. That's right. 
So anyway, thanks you guys for doing the show again, and uh, I can't wait to come back for the LFD event. That's right. It was Certainly. great to see you, Rob. Thank I you appreciate for, it. Thank you for coming out. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you guys. Y'all have a good night. Now it's time for Cigar Man Official Cigar Tip of the Week. How you doing? Doing excellent. Thanks, Rob. How are you? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Better than I deserve. Sitting here smoking a uh, Bolivar cigar, uh, and uh, it's very tasty and really enjoying it. So uh, what's our uh, Cigar Tip of the Week? Well, this week uh, I wanted to talk about um, butane lighters and the... uh, best way to refill and take care of your lighter. Well, that's some good information because I know I go through a lot of them. So what do you got for us? Well, I think, you know, one of the things that I've learned, I guess the hard way is um, not all lighter fluid is good for lighters. Even though it's made for lighters, you really want to invest in a high quality lighter fluid. Yeah, because the cheaper ones, from what I've read, uh, they don't uh, purify it as much so it really puts a lot of junk in the jet filters or the jet uh, jets on the jet lighter and that will make a lighter go bad pretty quick yeah torch lighters are really uh meant to you know have it's they're kind of like jet engines in a, in a way you want the highest quality fuel you think of it like a car uh you know 91 octane is a lot runs a lot cleaner than a 87 octane so it's kind of like an octane thing but basically what they're doing you're right they're filtering out the pro the, they, they filter it multiple times to filter out oils that are inside the butane when oil is in there it dunks up the mechanisms that create a, a clean burn i gotcha all right so once you get the proper butane uh tell us about the best way to refill that lighter before you ever refill a lighter or if you get a lighter for the first time you want to pur- you want to make sure it's purged of any fluids that were in there during the testing or what you know during the travel usually they empty it before they they send it for shipment but you always want to just check so the best way to do that, and and you want to do that every every about every month or so clean out your lighter before you refill it but basically the way you do that is you get a small head screwdriver kind of like a watch repair type screwdriver and you basically push down on the um, element that you use where you where you fill the lighter. It's kind of yeah, yeah. You push that little that little tip down, and it you can actually hear it releasing the air. Correct. Yeah. So basically, it, it will like if there's a lot of fluid in there, it'll spray right out, and you'll see condensation very quickly because the fluid kind of turns to gas and turns cold. So. Yeah, you want to purge it of all the air and fluid because a lot of times air and fluid get mixed in there because I don't know if this has happened to you, but there's been times where I went to refill my lighter and barely kind of any fluid goes back in there. And I I was like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I have had that happen. And it's like the lighter looked like it was completely empty. And when I went to refill it, it's like not hardly any uh, butane was going inside and i didn't realize that you had to purge it back then so yeah that's a huge tip if if you don't purge your lighter before you fill it i mean you really can't hardly get any fluid in it all that space is already taken up absolutely absolutely so when you're considering you know refilling a lighter or bought you bought a new lighter always go with a higher quality spend a little bit more money on the quality of lighter and it will last you a long time there's a lot of great looking lighters or lighters with names of brands on it like i just got a 
one in, in a mail call that I got with um, some cigars. I won't name the brand, but their brand, their name was on it. But that lighter just sucks. Just poorly made. It's very, very, it's already, you know, having problems. And I've only used it a couple times. So it's, best, yeah. it's always best to invest in a higher quality lighter. Jetline is a great uh, quality line of products. I don't know if you have a favorite. Yeah, well, I like Jetline a lot. In fact, I probably own more Jetlines. And I've, I'll tell everybody, I probably have about 15 lighters because every time I'm at the cigar shop and I don't have one in my pocket, I buy another one. But uh, the Jetline I really like because it has a lifetime warranty. And then the other lighters that I really like is Zycar, and they also have the lifetime warranty. So between those two companies, most of my lighters are those. But I also will say... I don't even know, I don't know how well or big this brand is, but I have a couple of Rockwell lighters that I got free for uh, buying cigars. And these two Rockwell lighters, uh, they don't have a lifetime warranty that I know of, but they work almost every time. So I've been real happy with these two lighters. Wow, that's great info. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Never heard of them. Yeah, I, yeah I've never heard of them before. Yeah, I would say, you know, Bolero, the Bolero and the Jetline is probably one of my favorites. Um, any torch lighter, you usually want to get three uh, jets on there if you can. Um, that just really lights the cigar faster. A single jet torch is nice, but it just it's it's not as nice as a three jet torch. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the one or the two. I mean, and the thing about it is, usually whenever you see like in the jet lines, uh, it's like basically five bucks for each additional jet you get. And I definitely, I mean, all my lighters, uh, are the quad. I like the four flames coming up. It covers a bigger surface. It makes it easier to light the entire tip of the cigar. Uh, every once in a while I've had to use a single jet and man, it's a pain in the butt to have to light a cigar with that single jet. It is, you know, when you get used to using different, um, cigar lighters, you definitely get spoiled from a three and above uh jet you know and it is it feels quality too when you're lighting a cigar you know you just you know it's gonna light you know how to light you're not messing with it and so def yeah. definitely take our word for it you know you want to invest in a nice uh, cigar lighter have a few hey well i'll tell you another funny thing is i i uh, purchased a jetline table lighter and it only has two jets but these jets are huge. I mean, like each jet is about the size of two jets normal. And it's got a little slide on the side that you can adjust the flame. And if you go full throttle, that thing is like a welding torch. Oh, I mean, you don't want to be anywhere. Oh, man, the flame comes out like six, seven inches. I'm like, that's that's dangerous. Or at least in my hands, it's dangerous. Well, definitely. Uh, that's more for selfies on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a pistol, but it's 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 pretty cool. I don't use it very often just because it's it's uh, dangerous. But and it, what's real funny is on the top, right where the fire comes out, it actually says H O T hot. I'm like, <laughs> that's that's much needed for morons. So yeah, but real anyway, quick on the butane, just like something I forgot to mention. You, you when you're gonna buy it, you want it to be at least five times uh, filtered. You'll see like five X on there. But I would shoot for the 7 to 11x. 14x is kind of like it's like pure, you know, pure butane. So yeah, you know that's that's what I was going to say. The one I use is the it's called extreme butane, and mine is uh, purified 14 times. Yeah, and Calibri 
um, butane. I don't know if you've heard of Calibri, but they have. They won't, oh yeah. They won't even put on the um, amount of times it's been filtered, but it's been at least 14 times because it's it's been rated one of the purest uh, butanes out there. So. Oh really? Oh yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So they don't even put the number of times, but basically you can't get a more uh, higher purified butane than Calibri. And you can get it on Amazon. So does Amazon? So on the on on the side of the can, instead of saying purified fourteen times, does it just say "damn good"? Damn good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, we appreciate the tip of the week as always, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, uh, so I wanted to do a request, if it's possible. Absolutely. I know you always you know come up with your own cigar tip of the week, but I've always get a lot of questions on how to season a humidor what kind of humidor to buy uh so if you find yourself some extra time this week and you could pull together some information i'm sure all the listeners would love to hear about that oh i actually have a lot of information on that and i'd love to share it so let's do that okay great well uh, we'll be looking forward to that one too and uh till i talk to you next time buddy thanks keep so smoking. much you too man All right, guys, hope you enjoyed those interviews, and we always appreciate Cigar Man Official's tip of the week. Now for our Cigar Talk trivia question. Uh, Whoever the lucky winner is will get the uh, cigar tube carrier. It's a silencer, uh, but it actually, you know, it's just a cigar tube carrier. Don't get all excited that you're going to get a silencer for a pistol or something. But anyway, uh, this week's question is on the Rolling Cigars uh, lounge that we had on the show a few weeks ago. If you can tell me what city and state they are from uh, where they do business then uh, if you're the first correct answer on email uh, go to our website there's a contact uh, email list for us there and whoever the first one is will win that silencer uh, cigar tube and then uh, also our cigar of the week comes from Blanco which is a new cigar line for me I hadn't tried them before until about a week ago anyway uh, great cigars I've been very impressed and uh, this week is the uh, Blanco Primos it's a uh, Habano Maduro uh, wrapper with a uh, Habano binder and then a mix of Habano and Nicaraguan filler anyway it's a great cigar try them out and they're a great price point too I think I paid like $7.50 for it at my local shop Anyway, guys, till next week, stay smoking, my friends.